Happy Wednesday. Hi, I'm Melissa. I'm the founder of A Yogi Kitchen and Pantry. Welcome. This is Off the Map. This is where we discuss, we share our experiences with um, the things that the lessons that we've learned on the mat in our asana practice, our meditation practice, our pranayama practice, and how they translate into our lives as parents, as siblings, as children, co-workers, neighbors, partners, and our life off the mat. So today we're going to talk about align. It is our word for the session. We are moving from our focus last session was love. We're moving into a line, and I think they fit together so perfectly, much better than I thought they were going to. We'll be back to talk about that in a moment. Okay, we are talking about a line. So last session, our focus was on love and kindness and compassion. And we did a lot of hope heart openers on the mat. We did a lot of... Uh, dancer pose and pigeon pose, Natajarasana um, and Ekapada Rajakapotasana. And we did um, back bends like bridge pose and um, Danyarasana, bow pose. And, we, and I taught a workshop, Focus on Love. And I got this really awesome text from a student um, who was just like, I think it is so amazing that you take a workshop and focus on love and you take a whole month to focus on love because love is so important in this world and it is what keeps things moving in the universe and it is the energy of the universe. And I'm so excited and and proud of you for taking this time to really focus on love. And so she's a newer, she's someone I've known for a very long time, but she's a newer, consistent practitioner with me. And... um. She's like, I'm, I'm telling everyone I know, and I'm coming to the workshop, and we're going to focus on love, and it's going to be awesome. And I, I didn't really wrap my head around that until we were kind of at, towards the end of the session, and I was noticing how really good I've been feeling, like physically, emotionally, mentally, more emotionally and mentally than physically. I mean, physically, it felt great, but the big shift, I think, was emotional, mental for me. Um, I felt really grounded. I felt really open, really open to possibility. And I sort of know where I want this year to go, but I wasn't completely wrapping my head around it. And towards the end of the session, and I also realized that my teaching had shifted, is that um, I would finish teaching a class and be like, man, I just taught a kick-ass class. That was awesome. And then students, you guys were responding to me and saying that was excellent. And someone who had um, surgery a few months ago came back to class and was like, I don't, I don't know what's different, but something about your teaching is different. It's really, really good. Like it's always been good, but now it's like really, really yummy. And we just all have been sinking into it and really loving it. And it might just be we did so many heart openers. We we're working on that energy. And that's what people were responding to. But I really felt like, something shifted in me. So towards the end of the session, we started talking about resisting the idea of the hustle. I really have an issue with the word hustle. And I talked about this last episode. But this idea that we just go, 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 go until we can't. And we all have been there in our lives, or we all know people who do it consistently. People who just push, 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 and they go, and they go, and they go. And nine times out of 10, the only reason they stop is because they're sick. Because they pick up some virus, 
or they do something, they're so tired emotionally, mentally, physically, that they do something like they slip down the stairs and then they have to be off their feet for two days because, or a week because they sprained their ankle or they did whatever, God forbid, they actually broke something or had to have surgery, but that's when they stop. And otherwise they just go, go, go. And there's a lot of people out there that will tell you like, oh, I'm only happy if I'm busy. And, and it makes me really sad in a way. And, and everyone's like, oh, but that's just how some people are. And I'm like, it's, it is not our natural energy. It is not how we were made to be. Like we are made for deep rest. We are made for deep connection. And when you are go, go, go all the time, it's really hard to slow down and connect like deeply connect with the people in your lives. And I started talking about this last session. I said, rather than think about rest as something we have to do because we've collapsed, because we're exhausted, let's think about rest as gathering our energy. So when I often say to people, all right, let's go to child's pose. Let's rest in Balasana. I've started to shift that language and say, let's go to Balasana and gather our energy for the next sequence. And thinking about it differently, shifting my language has really sort of changed the energy around that for me. And I think I'm, I'm hearing and I'm noticing that and um, how people are practicing and it's been really lovely. So I really felt like, okay, we've opened our hearts. We've gotten really present with what's in our heart. Let's focus on gathering energy. And that's what I thought this session was going to be. That's where we do lots of poses that would help us focus on energy and how to gather it how to connect with it. And then I realized, well, what this really is, is it's aligning with what's in your heart space. And so I thought, well, that's sort of perfect because the idea about gathering energy was also sort of anti-hustle. And there's a whole idea out there. It's been out on the the internet a bit. Someone I follow, um, a yogi that I follow has said often, the opposite of hustle is a line. And I thought, well, that's perfect because I wanted to talk about stopping the hustle so that we can gather energy and be really focused, not so that we can gather energy, but gathering energy rather than hustle. And I thought, well, that's what it is. It's aligning. So that's our word. And it means so much in yoga. I love it. I kind of want a t-shirt that says align. I love this idea because it's about getting quiet with what's in my heart and then making sure I'm taking action based on that. It's about every single class you guys come to, that we start lying on our backs, you close your eyes if you feel comfortable closing or just soften your gaze. And we just breathe into who we are, mind, body, spirit. And I ask you to listen. How are you feeling physically right now? What's coming up emotionally for you in this moment? What's your brain doing right now? How is it behaving? And I ask you to take all of that information and find where it's aligned. Because there's always going to be outliers, right? There's always going to be like, everything feels really great. My brain's working awesome. My body feels great. But God, my heart is heavy. And there may be a reason for that. But there may be not a reason. Like it just may be heavy. And so, okay, if physically and, and mentally we feel sort of lined up, well, what do we need to do for ourselves? Like, what do you need to do in your practice for the next hour that's going to help shift that, that helps you maybe come to a place where you're better aligned, where maybe your brain's not awesome, maybe you're physically not awesome, but 
you can shift how your heart's feeling. And, and maybe that's what you need to do. And maybe it's not. Maybe it's something that you say to yourself, that happens to me from time to time. And so I'm going to let it be. And I'm going to focus on who I am physically a lot in this session. Or maybe you say, you know, I just need to lie here and I'm not going to move that much in this practice. And I have students, especially now that we're on Zoom, I have students that say, I wasn't feeling well. I have some kind of bug and I just um, wanted to come to yoga, put my legs up the wall and just lay in a restorative pose for the entire time and be in the energy, hear your voice, and just practice in that way today. And that's awesome. I think that's lovely. And it means you're really, really listening to who you are, mind, body, spirit. So I think there's just so many things around the word align. I mean, just that by itself, like you are aligning with your values, you are aligning with what your needs are in the moment. And that's really important. Um, And then of course, there's things like physical alignment, you know, we, that's a lot of what we focus on, especially in classes like joint freeing series on Monday nights. Um, and it's turned into this, I, I started teaching this class really thinking it was going to be a very gentle class. And we would do a lot of what Makunda Styles taught me, moving in the joints, simple, easy movements that everyone can do. We move in the joints and it just helps keep things, it, it moves things towards alignment. Um, he was someone who wasn't naturally aligned for whatever reason. He had knocked knees as a youngster, um, and he had some issues and he learned how to realign his body. So he didn't have some of those physical issues. And so I really thought that's what we're going to teach. I was going to teach and that's how we're going to practice. And over the last, um, couple weeks, that class has been about, yes, moving in the joints, but also strengthening so that the joint is more stable and really working on stabilizing. And it has made such a huge difference in my body. There's so many poses where I'm very mindful of my shoulders because they can be kind of loosey-goosey. And it's just been, I don't know, a week and a half, two weeks of a couple of poses that I hadn't been doing before that really worked on strengthening in the shoulders. And I don't hear the popping or the grinding that I used to hear. I don't feel like, oh, I better be careful of my shoulders. Like I have a lot of, and before it may have been, I've had an emotional shift. Like maybe my shoulders were always going to hold up, but I was always a little worried and scared about it. And now I know, like they're strong, I'm good. Um, And so, and it's been little movements. We don't do a huge amount of them, but we do them often. And I'm doing them in my own practice too, in addition. And it's just made a couple weeks. It's made a really big difference. So that class um, has been really interesting because it started out as thinking we were going to do one thing. We're going to do it in a certain way. And then not only have I had some students who really are enjoying more of the strengthening, but I'm enjoying more of the strengthening. And we're finding that it is helping our joints more. Um, to add some stabilizing moves and some mobility moves in with our joint freeing stuff. And that is that is alignment in like, I don't know, in motion. Like it just all kind of came together and it's all really well aligned. And now we're all feeling huge benefits from it. So it's it's been really lovely. Um, that's a Monday night practice if you'd like to join us. It's Mondays at 7. Tomorrow night, 8 p.m. is big stretches. And even in big stretches, um, we're doing some, some strengthening, 
um, with our stretches. And so this is something I've said a lot in class later lately is that when my teacher was about my age, she started doing a lot more strengthening and stabilizing. Like she just started teaching that a lot more in class. And I'm finding that naturally I'm moving that way. And as I've noticed that, I'm like, oh, wait, Suzanne did this when she was my age too. And I think it's that place where um, I just feel a lot, my body feels more integrated and every my movements feel more cohesive and a lot more integrity in my movements when I'm working on stabilizing and strengthening along with my stretching. And there's a lot of people who come to yoga and they just want to be bendy. And a lot of people who think if I'm not bendy, I can't, I can't practice yoga, which is so not true. A lot of the people who come to yoga and fall in love with it like I did tend to be naturally bendy and they tend to be the people who go on and teach yoga. But it's actually, it's taken me a lot of years of sort of messing with my body because I focus too much on flexibility and not enough on strengthening also. And depending, like if you're going to class and you're going to class from a seasoned teacher who's been teaching more than, you know, a couple of years, who's really been teaching for a while and has a lot of experience, they're doing naturally a lot of stabilizing, strengthening and stretching all in one class. And so I feel like for my students, I was doing that a lot, but then I would get into my own practices and I was doing a lot of stretching because that feels good to me. I'm a hyperextender and I'm hypermobile. So that's like my, that feels comfortable for me because it's what I've done for so long. Um, with Zoom, I've been on the mat more with my students and feeling less need to have my own practice because I'm practicing with them all the time. Before Zoom, I would spend my class walking around, adjusting people, giving them pressure and you know, really watching their practice. But on Zoom, a lot of people don't even have their camera on, so I'm not watching their practice so much. Um, and so I'm practicing more with them and it's helping, it's, it's helping align what um, what I'm teaching and what I'm doing. And I think students are feeling that too and responding to that. So that's the word. There's so many different ways that you can think of the word align in your life. But I think opening our heart space and getting really present with who we are emotionally, um, with our deep desires, and also a lot of those backbends are also, well, almost all of them. I can't think of one that really doesn't, uh, works on opening your throat. And this is where your truth lies. This is where we speak our truth. We connect with our truth. We learn how to communicate our truth. And so I think that is also a big part of the whole focusing on love. And so it's just, and this is another way that a line shows up. So right, heart chakra, anahata. And then we opened up the throat chakra. And then our forehead chakra is the energy that swirls around our purpose. It swirls around our higher self. This is all about purpose and meaning. Who are you choosing to be on this planet? So I feel like those things, boom, 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 really well aligned, right? Like open your heart, figure out what you want, be able to speak that truth and connect with that truth, but speak it. And then higher self stuff, how are you going to go out and put that into action? Um, And so that's what we're doing today is there's a couple of us that are going to show up for um, Sunrise Project is having their community meal today. And a yogi kitchen and pantry yogis provide the desserts, the sweets. And there's a few people who are not yogis that do it, but are part of our community. Um, And they just, they all bake at home. 
And then um, a few of us show up at sunrise, which actually I have to get off really soon so I can get dressed and go to sunrise. Um, And we prep and cook the meal. And it's a lot of fun. And it is, it opens my heart. It is Seva, which is selfless service. And you can go back and see past episodes where I've talked about Seva. Um, It's selfless service and it opens the heart and it helps you be aligned with your values and it helps feed people. And in our community, um, it is a community meal. This is not a meal for people in need. It is a meal for the community. So we believe that coming together, breaking bread together, which we haven't been doing because of the pandemic, but we have been serving this meal to go. Um, But it's the same energy. Uh, Coming together, it, it creates social change. It breaks social barriers. It helps people see that we're more alike than we are different. Um, it helps people open their hearts. It helps them feel a part of, it helps people be seen or feel like they're seen and be seen. Um, so it's just, it's a really lovely thing and and everything about it aligns with my values. Um, so I feel really passionate about connecting with Sunrise Project in addition to the fact that the founder of Sunrise is one of my students. Um, she's been my student for years and years and years, as lo- almost as long as I've been in Lawrence, Kansas. Um, so I love working with her. Um, I, we we connect well. She has a really good open heart and she just, she sees people through eyes of love and it's a really beautiful thing to witness and to be a part of. Um, so if you're in the Lawrence, Kansas, Kansas City, Topeka area, come join us. You can come volunteer the first, third, first and third Tuesdays and Wednesdays of every month is when we... We're at sunrise consistently. There's going to be more opportunities. If you're not someone who likes to chop, it's a lot of chopping. If you're not someone who likes to chop, we always can use people who like to clean up, who like to deliver food, um, who like to serve food, people who just want to come eat with us. Um, there's other things around the around Sunrise Project you can help with. We're getting into the garden. There's been some garden cleanup. There's going to be more planting. There's always stuff to harvest like in a few months. So uh, check out sunriseprojectkskansas.org and you can see how you can help us. And you don't have to be close by to help us out. Um, a yogi kitchen and pantry, we're starting a fund right now. We have a really nice donation of a ton of butter and I have some flour. We're starting a, a fund that helps um, bakers who have lots of talent but lower resources be able to bake and be of service. And so it's it's part of my service to help other people be of service. So you can go to the website, ayogikitchen.com, and you can make a contribution, you can donate. And then we're gonna, we're probably gonna hit something like Costco, to be honest, and buy some big bags. Oh, we may actually order through our local co-op is what we'll do, and buy some big containers of um, bulk flour and sugar that we can share with our bakers. And my O was realizing I do need to stop because I need to run to the local co-op, the Merck, and grab our pepperoncinis for our sandwiches that we're making today. So I hope you're having a really awesome Wednesday. Um, Check out ayogikitchen.com, sunriseprojectkansas.org. Be a part of our community. Come to yoga. There's so much yoga. And if there's a yoga class that you would like but don't see, there's a time slot that you would like but don't see, text 785-760-5412 and request a class for whenever you want it. Last week we had, what did we have? Uh, 7 a.m. Thursday class was 
Oh, morning wake up yoga was really beautiful. We really loved that class. And then we did a 1030 Friday class was stretchy yin was a really fun class too. Um, So it really can be, I've been teaching for 20 some years, 22 years, 20, 20 years, 21 years. Good Lord. Uh, I've been teaching for a long time and um, I can teach pretty much anything. So if you uh, are interested in our community, please come join us. We would love to have you. We're always looking to grow and we're going to start doing more stuff um, in person. Yoga in the Park is starting. Oh, you can request a Yoga in the Park pop-up if you're in Lawrence area. Um, We meet in a local park and we practice outdoors together. We're socially distanced. Uh, It's lovely practice. I hope you're having a really lovely Wednesday. Namaste.